Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Welcome to episode 72. Today's episode is a form focus on how to run hills. Just like a proper warm-up can make or break your form on the run, gaining awareness around this information can make a big difference in how you approach your runs. So today is about hills and lessons I've learned from running my favorite hill, Gratitude Hill. Before I go on, I feel I need to acknowledge my voice, which is clearly husky sounding. I've had a really sore throat for about a week, and the show must go on and the episode must be published, so here we are. I'm curious, how do you feel about hills, runner friend? Do you love them or do you hate them? I have no way around but loving them. They're all around me where I live in northern Wyoming. Today I want to share my experience with running hills and how to use them to my advantage from a mind-body perspective. When I first started running, Gratitude Hill was known as Killer Hill. Some of you all might remember this story, named so by a friend of mine who also introduced me to mountain biking back in the day. Killer Hill was named so because of its gradual and relentless climb for close to a mile, three-quarter of a mile to be exact. So by the time you made it halfway up, back then on my bike, I essentially felt half dead, truly. Or maybe she named it so because it would get you in killer shape, but I don't think so. I renamed it when I started running and also really started to become aware of my words and language around running and how much they impacted my motivation and experience of running. Side note, if this is something that interests you, you can grab my three-step guide to runner's high, which talks about this. I'll link it in the show notes below. So back to my story. I realized that thinking or talking about Killer Hill zapped my motivation and felt like a punishment. Gratitude Hill, on the other hand, seemed more appropriate for the confidence that I gained from finally running the entire hill. Trust me. I couldn't in the beginning. The positive impact that it had on my running form. So that's how it became Gratitude Hill instead. So today we're going to talk about how to run hills so you don't dread them. Vince Vaccaro, one of my chi running instructors, would say, I would tell us to just focus on the arms when running hills, and that the legs would just follow. Now I get what he means, but it took a little bit. And so before I get started on it, I just want to encourage you 
to start your own study into good running form. Chi Running provides a complete solution that you can start to implement right from the get-go. It's truly remarkable, and in my opinion, it will positively improve your experience of running. So if you haven't read the book yet, grab it from Amazon or Audible if you prefer to listen to it. Chi Running by Danny Dreyer. Or even better, or also attend an in-person workshop if you have access to one. Just go to their website and check it out. That's what I'll be doing during my summer is in-person running retreats, teaching my participants how to chi run. So, all right, back to the episode. Gratitude Hill, as I mentioned, is a moderate uphill. So if you have some of those where you run, these form tips will apply to you. Do you currently notice yourself doing any of these form faux pas? One, digging your toes in because you feel that's more shimp when you run hills. Two, lengthening your stride going uphill because it seems to make it easier and help you get up the hill easier. Three, do you slump or kind of bear down in your lower back to harness extra strength from your glutes, hamstrings? On your way to the top, four, are you relying on your legs to do all the work? Five, are you bent at the waist as you truck your way uphill or running near upright because the angle of the hill throws you off? Do any of these points describe your hill running style? Okay, so how do you run hills then? You implement some simple techniques which will help increase your running efficiency and decrease likelihood of injury. So today I'm going to share six chi running tips for running hills, running uphill. The two big differences from running on a flat surface is the increase in arm swing as well as your fall into the hill. So, Tip number one, fall from your ankles into the hill. Just like you would be falling from your ankles when you're running on a flat surface, keeping a fall from your ankles will help prevent overworking your hamstrings. When we don't fall, but run from upright, we rely on our legs to pull us forward instead of allowing gravity and just lifting at our ankles to maintain a wheel as we run uphill. Tip two, don't step past your own hips, if that makes sense. This will help reduce the workload on the hamstrings as you fall into the hill. Keep your shoulders ahead of your hips and your hips ahead of your feet, which is your fall. Tip number three, swing your arms forward and up as if you're punching yourself in the chin almost like an uppercut. Keep your arms hands closer to your body. During hill running, your legs actually get a little bit of a break, believe it or not. And instead, you increase the workload of your arms to about 60 or 70 percent. Tip number four, shorten your stride length, much shorter than on flat surface. This will help relax your lower body effort. A quote from the book says, in order to run uphill efficiently, 
your body has to follow the same laws of physics that any machine would. End of quote. So this means downshift and hit up those hills using your lower gears. And if you start to fatigue, shorten your stride length some more. Tip number five. So you might be a toe runner when you run uphill, but instead try to keep your lower legs as relaxed as possible, which will help you run on your whole foot and you'll get to the top without overworking your toe or calf muscles. So pay extra attention to if you notice your foot is balanced on the ground or if your heel is lifted. When we lift the heel, we essentially force our small leg muscles to do a big job if we're just keeping our toes, if we're toeing off when we run. Lastly, tip number six, practice mental imaging. By imagining that you're floating or soaring up the hill to focus on creating lightness inside of you. When I run hills, I try to focus on keeping my cadence the same as when I run on flats, which tells me I'm keeping my stride length short. So here are some chi running tips for downhill running. And first, I'm wondering, do you worry about not being able to control your speed when you run downhill? That used to be one of my worries coming off Gratitude Hill. The biggest thing to remember is your fall, a.k.a. how much your body falls forward. Because this is your gas pedal and it's also your brake, right? So the farther forward you fall, the faster you'll go. The more you pull back on your fall, the slower you'll go. Now, do you currently notice yourself doing any of these things as you run downhill? Number one, you notice your feet in front of you as you increase your stride length, essentially heel striking. Or two, do you feel like you're windmilling as you're going down, feeling slightly out of control? Or three, do you have worry thoughts? that keep you from enjoying your downhill run? Well, if so, here are six chi running downhill tips that'll help you, that'll help your mechanics of downhill running as well as your experience of running. Your emphasis when running downhill should be on your lower body. So tip number one, relax everything from the waist down, especially your quads and calves. It'll make a huge difference, trust me. Tip number two, keep your cadence steady as you go downhill. Let your stride length increase. Tip number three, fall downhill. Keep your upper body ahead of your foot strike. If you feel you're going too fast, just regulate your speed with your fall. Tip number four, rotate your pelvis by letting your entire lower body swing from the intersection of T12 and L1. It's right at the bottom of your rib on your spine side. This is a more advanced chi running skill, but every time your leg swings out the back, let your hip be pulled back with it. 
This will reduce the shock to your knees and quads. Tip number five, relax your ankles. I'm always thinking relaxed ankles now. Relaxed ankles and feet. And I notice my body adapts to this surface much better than when I'm tensing my feet as I'm placing them on the ground. Relaxing your ankles will also help you avoid shin splints and plantar fasciitis. And tip number six, try to relax your mind and surrender to the run. What do you think, runner friend? I hope these uphill and downhill tips have gotten you excited about your next hill run. Connect with me and let me know how your next hill run feels. So that's it for today. I'll see you next week. My wish for you is that you run happy this week, runner friend. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.